now and uh, also beginning the Hoochamacooch record now. Oh, okay, okay. Did you get Hoochamacooch or did you spring for Hoochamacooch Plus? Uh, it was just it was just uh, regular. It's the trial period for Hoochamacooch. Oh, okay, that has most of the features of Hoochamacooch Plus. Yeah, during, thankfully during the trial. Yeah, thankfully, thankfully. Yeah, well, that's uh, the problem is you get addicted to it and then yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then, then you're hooked. Then they got gotcha. you. Uh, it's the like, whole. I, I don't remember uh, a life before premium hoochamacooch. Yeah, uh, I can't have ads. Uh, I don't want like an ad-based <laughs> trial version of hoochamacooch. I need maybe. Uh, <laughs> I need. I need the full premium. Uh, that Can you like... give me a second? I'm just going to check and see if hoochamacooch.com is available. <laughs> um, it's a brand new streaming service. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the it's the Fox streaming service. Um, uh, incredible. So wait, there's yeah. So not a whole hell of a lot happened. We're just we're gonna let's just do this, John. We're just gonna do uh, do the recording, do the podcast. Let's jump right into our podcast. It's available. It's. <laughs> <laughs> it's an available domain so uh better uh, good luck to all of our listeners um because we are absolutely launching hoochamacooch streaming service and mm-hmm. you'll you'll never get to it before we finalize all this and do all the paperwork with the state department it could be the new the new default like social media platform too because oh, we're gonna need we're gonna need one of those, but that's that's oh, a whole other thing. It's not even. God, I feel it's... like that's not part of this world, but it's we got to talk about that a little bit. But let's let's do let's do our our F one podcast, John. Let's let's jump into our our Formula One podcast. Are you are you ready? Are you familiar with this thing that we do? You know what? I normally am caught completely off guard, but this week I did my research. He's and I ready. Think I know it. I think I know what I'm here for. <laughs> Great. Let's, All right. Well, let's do it. We're doing it, folks. Welcome to the F1 Files. This is our. Oh, oh shit! Here we go. Yeah, it's our. It's our Formula One podcast where two best friends who have been lifelong Formula One fans, we just talk about the state of Formula One uh, here in the United States of America. Uh, I am one of the hosts. My name is Corey P. Willis. That's right. I'm popping my P's and adding P to this. Uh, yeah, it's aggressive. It's real good in my, in my earbuds <laughs> right there. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm a writer, actor, improviser out here in Los Angeles, California. Give him, give him your thing, John. <laughs> What's up? This is Johnny Lapore. I am a creative consultant designing the future for film, technology, and automotive. And I'm currently coming to you from the remote location of the mm. U.S. Virgin Islands, uh, kicking it with with the fam in beautiful St. John, ah. uh, where so far we have uh, we're, we're like 24 hours into a family vacation. Okay. And okay. See, so, so far we've had uh, a. Uh, massive monsoon waiting for us at the end oh, right. which is yeah. like a, a pretty serious like walk you know 200 yards from the plane to the airport terminal outdoors mm-hmm. get yourself nice and drenched then mm-hmm. got on the world's most violently turbulent ferry from uh St. Thomas to the island of St. Oh Joe. no. Kids uh, had a blast. Oh. Uh, the ferry was sort of enclosed yet somehow uh, getting constantly sprayed with salt water the entire time. I mean, like completely drenched. Kids nice. had a blast. It was wonderful. Gloria yeah. was holding on for dear life. Yeah, uh, yeah. How did you fare? Was there was there any motion sickness for, nah, nah, for I'm, you? I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty chill with okay. uh, with the motion sickness situation. Uh, I saved I saved my my episodes for uh, we have we have a lovely Airbnb. <laughs> That requires a decent amount of off-roading to get oh. to, uh, and some pretty aggressive, like not re- not real aggressive off-roading, but for my four-wheel drive Ford EcoSport, which I believe is like a a Fiesta with yes. like a lift kit and four-wheel drive, this tiny little thing. 
Uh, and then with the pouring rain and and whatnot, it was pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty fun. Uh, nice that's, little, nice little amazing. journey. Went out to get some takeout dinner last night, and on my way back, uh, got like completely lost in the dark, like off road on these like one way spots. Eventually, Ooh. I did like at least like a, a full mile through the backup camera. Um, <laughs> oh no! Oh, which, which was rad, and then I uh, caught myself a nice little flat tire and was able to just barely get it to the Airbnb. So it's been been a little adventure. Woke up this morning, <laughs> uh, you know, changed a flat. What you always to wanted the, to do on to the beach, beach yeah. had a drink. And, oh, uh, nice, it's, uh, you know, it's fun fun time. Sorry, I don't know why I'm turning this. I, into no, the I love John's that vacation podcast. Yeah. yeah, no, no, this is this is a good catch up. I mean, the reason you're turning it into John's vacation podcast is because we had nothing happening this week in Formula One for the most part. Uh, just a couple of things. Uh, no, no. Technically, there was some on track action, but uh, it oh. was not not a track that has been built yet. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, so that's a little bit of a a weird thing. We had uh, more of the fallout from the cost cap, uh, which is we've continued to uh, watch uh, and witness F one kind of like shrug its shoulders and do the thing where we pretty much can guarantee that this is what's going to happen. Uh, People are just going to find ways of uh, slightly violating the cost cap, uh, including Mm -hmm. a a Christian Horner statement that was put out there, um, uh, which we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be happy to talk about with you. Uh, Jesus. I think I missed this one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a a classic Christian Horner thing. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, he's, he's a dip. And then we also had, uh, the, uh, the Ferrari, like the, the full debrief, not from Ferrari, but the people around Ferrari and some of Ferrari's people have discussed what happened to them last week in Mexico. Uh, we, we had talked about the fact that Mm. they finished like a minute behind. Yeah. Um, and what that may, the implications for the race next week in Sao Paulo, uh, that, that they're the Ferrari crew is not completely out of the woods with that. Um, was there anything that popped up in formula one for you, John? I think that was pretty much it. I mean, let's, let's dive straight into, I think, I guess the, the headline, and I feel silly describing this as a headline because it seems like such a superfluous thing, but there was effectively a Formula One street festival held in Las Vegas mm-hmm. this weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't. I didn't see it live. You said you watched it, so you can kind of walk me through some of the madness. But I will just say, like, my high level takeaway was that, like, a we've never seen the sport do they they do these kinds of events. Yeah, they've done it many times before, and and it's not uncommon, especially when there's a new. Uh, location that's going to be added to the calendar, you know, a year or six months in advance, they'll do an event there to, dr- to drum up some hype. Yes. There's definitely never been one as, you know, elaborate and as big of an event as this. And from what I saw, it looked like there was a massive number of attendees there. Yes. There was, there was r- a huge amount of crowds that were there. And I saw multiple people, on my social media feeds that were there in attendance, you know, capturing oh, really? videos themselves and, you know, talking about the situation and like everybody was of the same mind of like, Oh wow. Didn't expect a whole bunch of people to show up to this thing, but it seems like there was droves and droves of fans Massive that were there crowds. in attendance. Yeah. So what, what, what was this uh, thing? So it was uh, technically it was built by Mercedes and Red Bull as like their uh, Las Vegas launch parties. Um, that's I don't know if that's the official title for sure. Red Bull uh, because they also there was that weird thing of the fall again the fallout from the Sky Sports issue was is that you know they Max and Christian. Uh, and and helmet 
and the not the rest of the Red Bull team apparently, but like the vast majority of the Red Bull team was like, we will have no more interactions with Sky Sports. Mm-hmm. And one of the the funniest things that happened was there was a moment on stage, and you probably caught this because there were I, a bunch yes. of people who captured yeah, yeah. it, uh, where it's David Croft uh, uh, talking to George Russell and Lewis Hamilton on stage, and Sergio Perez is also there, and George turns to Croft and he's like, are you allowed to ask uh, Checo any questions at all? And like, it was so great. Uh, Crofty mm-hmm. did not miss a beat. He was like, I've been given special permission. Uh, just this most like, just su- such a funny way of like middle fingering at Red Bull yep. and Christian Horner. And to a certain extent, Max Verstappen too. But like more about, I think, Horner stepping up and being like, we all support Max in his decision to not talk to Sky Sports. So uh, Crofty was like, we've been given special permission. And then the camera, like they, he kind of like throws to Checo and Checo pulls the mic up and he's like, yeah, they're not here. Uh, and like it's like this great laugh that's moment. awesome <laughs> Where i love like that clearly saying yeah the rest of red bull's not here so they can't tell me what to do uh also sergio had a massive there was a huge contingency there for sergio perez with vegas mm-hmm. being such a close i mean it's it anywhere in north america outside of like montreal is going to be a bit of a home race for Sergio Perez, mm-hmm. uh, especially one that is in Las Vegas. And people were chanting uh, the Checo chant there, uh, and it was really, really great. I will say I have a huge, I have mixed feelings about the light job that they did on the Mercedes. John, <laughs> what did you, you think? You of know, the lightning? <laughs> when I, so that was the first thing that I saw from this event was Lewis Hamilton's car ripping donuts with underglow yeah. on the car. Yeah. And I was not even slightly surprised. No. I think I was sort of like a little bit like, oh, like there was a piece of me that was like, oh, of course they're doing us for the Las Vegas race. And there was definitely another part of me that was like, it's kind of dope. It is kind of, it looks kind of dope. I kind of, that's kind of, that's kind of cool. Uh, and, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I'm a, I'm, I'm a big geek around automotive design and, really interested in ways that technology can be implemented on the exterior of the cars. And mm-hmm. we're like, it's ta- it's been such a slow burn, but we're like slowly seeing interesting things happening with cars with like uh, turn signals that like animate and things mm-hmm. like that. And so seeing something like that, uh, you know, I, I was less thinking about like, Oh, that's cool. Cause it's like the cars from fast and the furious, which is, was probably the intent. Yeah. Sort of. Kinda. Yeah. But I mean, during a night race, it would be pretty dope if yeah. the, you know, there's this color glowing underneath the car. Maybe it's just elsewhere on the exterior and it would like change color when you activate the DRS yeah, or, just- or something like that, you know, like or or would change color when virtual safety car is out or, yeah. or whatnot. Let's, um, let's have some fucking blade runner shit, dude. Let's, let's yeah. go for it. Like yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we're, we're there. We have the tech. They also changed the, the skid plates on the cars to be these like super reactive magnesium uh, skid plates so that they would send up the shower of sparks, like rooster tails, like they've already done that, and yeah, that like, that's in that's at every race. The car, yeah. they they literally intentionally mandated a yeah. a skid plate or a you know a floor underneath the car that'll generate more electrifying sparks on camera. Yeah, I think um, that was like so. 2015 or 2016. That yeah. transition between those seasons, they were just like, oh yeah, we changed it so it looks cooler. Like that's the yeah. only reason. So seeing the lights on those on those two Mercs, I was like, honestly, I kind of dig that. I do. It looks especially and like you could even do it with like the like the house colors. Like we talked about this a a few episodes ago, like these teams used to have house colors and you could just do house colors. Right. Or you could do the even if it was to differentiate the two team members. Right. How easy is it to mistake 
you know, the two Mercedes when they're going around the track and you forget, you know, oh, which one has the neon green T-bar and yeah. you can't quite see the helmet through the halo and, and whatnot. You know? Yeah. Why not? Why not? And I, yeah, but I do, I'm, I also am of the mind of like, don't fast and furious up this. Come on. This is, <laughs> we're, we already, I, I well, just, I mean, this is, this is the thing. It's like, this is, <laughs> this is tip of the iceberg, baby. We're yeah, still that's... one full year <laughs> out. And that means that they've got 365 days to, you know, strategize, you know, yep. rings of fire and Truly. ramps and, you know, Truly. Uh, the, there's going to be like a portion of the track that they drive over that's just like glass and has like, <laughs> a swimming pool underneath it filled with mermaids and like whatnot. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, There'll be going to uh, be some silly stuff. One uh, one mechanic in every single pit stop will actually be a Bengal tiger uh, in a, <laughs> in a full race. <laughs> 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 Deal with it. <laughs> Figure that out. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. It'll be uh, yeah. Uh, there will be uh, the, the, the all the marshals will be members of the Blue Man Group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're flagging and like spraying all sorts of like paint all over mm -hmm. uh, the cars from the Marshall Post. Uh, yeah, I I love I love the I love that like they've clearly just been like we're gonna lean into it. We're doing Vegas. Yeah, it's neon lights. Let's put neon lights on the bottom of the car. Um, it was it was a great great demo for the simple fact that I, I I'm not exactly sure which Merc they had out there. Uh, which which one they they had if it was the was it the the 20 i thought it was last year's but i, I didn't get it yeah, close enough but they uh, were, look at it but it had the silver livery on them so like they had it, it i believe it that might have been this year's uh no it i don't think so because it definitely had, not yeah i didn't see the wheel covers also i don't think that they're allowed right. to run those cars oh yeah technically that would make it like testing time yeah 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 uh so they had the the merc from either uh 2020 or 2019 and they just re rebadged it and had uh not rebadged it but rewrapped it in the silver um in the silver livery and then they had the red bull with the v8 in it and my god like mm -hmm. i it was just one of those things where this is red bull doing exactly what they're good at which is oh you want to you want a show we'll put on a yeah. show so they put their like the loudest the loudest red bull in recent memory uh with i think it might have even been like the blown diffuser so it was like that like just the yeah, it was the it was the one that had that really narrow wing on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it, it it was just such a beautiful sounding engine ripping through those streets, and when they were doing donuts, and the Mercedes sounded pretty good. But then when that Red Bull came out, it was like, oh my god, yes, I love the way that Honda motor sounds, and mm -hmm. I just love what they did with that exhaust. That was a brilliant thing. Um, other than that, there was really nothing much that happened at that shakedown. Oh, they released tickets. They released like a bunch of tickets to non-American Express holders. Because I guess the first round was like Amex card holders only or something. Oh, so are, so tickets are for sale or yeah. sold out or whatever. Whichever. I mean, they're probably almost sold out uh, at least the lower tiers are sold out already but they fully had like stefano domenicali uh and like a couple other i think like the um, maybe maybe like three other people from the fia and f1 all like put their hands over the button and then hit the button and as soon as they hit the button the tickets went live uh like it was this like yeah it was so corny it was such a it was such yeah. a vegas moment uh but those were like the the highlights that I took from that was was definitely that. And it was it sucked not seeing Max Verstappen out there. Like yeah, I was I was kind of surprised that uh he was not participating in that being, you know, yeah, someone who should be the central figure of the sport at the moment, right? I mean, he um, is the central figure of the sport. Like he he yeah. he's the a double world champion. He's a reigning double world champion who secured a title 
before his sick like before his season is even over so it's like dude you should be like this is your time this is your time to show up and i just hope that this was something that was like oh no max is not going to show up to this and this was already planned i really Mm. really hope that this isn't uh like some sort of weird punitive we're not going to show up because crofty is going to be doing these on-stage interviews and there's going to be sky sports people yeah i mean to me you can't you can't equate sky sports with f1 and their own events i mean mean, you you could but i would uh, to me if, if you do that you're just you're you're basically saying that like your your beef is now with everything and everyone yeah. and that's just that's just ridiculous with I mean, the whole yeah. system yeah but, but yeah i mean any way around it i think it's weird that he didn't show up or i think it makes it look worse that other teams showed up like hard that like mercedes yeah. came full force and it wasn't like george russell is here from mercedes or you and know we've the got test Nick driver DeVries, from yeah, yeah who's gonna be driving for alpha Te- like they didn't do any of that it was like we're bringing george russell we're bringing lewis lewis was out in the uh in the the Merc. driving the safety car right yeah or like the, fully yeah I, I don't know if it's technically the safety car it's oh one... is it like a mock-up of the safety car it looked it was a it was a red yeah. amg but it may not have been the full-on yeah well i heard people saying like some people were calling it the the safety car some people were calling it a mercedes test car which to me sounds more like what they would have like it was just a, a was just... mercedes yeah the amg gt but with the red safety car you know yeah. livery on it and whatnot. yeah maybe that like makes... a black like a, yeah. a like a black edition tuned or something like that just yeah yeah but it, it was i don't believe that it was the the safety car i don't think it was it may yeah no that makes sense i i think it would it's you know they take their equipment a little too seriously to let it get thrown around at a uh yeah what's effectively a promotional event yeah Um, i'm surprised that aston martin didn't bring someone and like let them drive around the aston martin like the db9 because that with with lance stroll being canadian like he's another north american right um and lawrence being the owner of aston martin and like that's uh, a brand that they're trying to push here in the u.s a lot Uh, that was weird to not see them but definitely much weirder to not see red bull so did you see this during the feed? It sounded like maybe this was swept under the rug a little bit, but uh it's it sounded like uh I saw I saw a clip of Hamilton ripping donuts, creating yeah. a thick cloud of smoke, and then tapping one of the barriers. Uh so he said this is what he said. Um and I I, I I don't know because you couldn't really see with all the smoke. But mm-hmm. when they hit, when I think Sergio like leaned over to him and was like, "Did you hit the barriers? Like, did you like tap the barriers?" Because I think I think Sergio was fine, but uh, George also came really really close to tapping the barriers, but he didn't do it on a donut. He came. It was like him coming out of the. Did I see Sergio ripping donuts with no hands on the wheel, like with both of his hands up in the air? Yes, he did one one version of it. He did uh, one hand, and then yeah. the next time he. Did did two ha- uh, no hands but also lewis w- so this was part of that is lewis was doing a one-handed donut and like waving and then he disappears in this cloud of smoke uh, of tire smoke which was again going back to the lights those lights made that tire smoke look really really cool once it mm-hmm. like went in front yep. of the camera there was this like cool backlit effect that was like neon and like just the different like textures of the tire smoke it just looked really really cool so again kudos for the fast and furious but he got so wrapped up in that cloud of smoke he's like i put up i put down too much rubber uh i was in a cloud of smoke <laughs> and then when it started to clear i like went to pull out and realized i was just right there at the barrier so i had to stop so i don't think he tapped okay, the barrier okay. i think he just like was like whoa i just burned my tires off i should get out of here oh that's the side of the road right there whoops uh but then he uh, the car did have some sort of issue so he had to like stop at one end of the strip and then they had to come pick him up uh at one point because you know these cars aren't built to do donuts like they're mm. built to do anything but donuts basically uh 
which is why these <laughs> these teams freak out when people do donuts at the end of the year or the end of a race. They're like, hey, yeah. please don't do donuts because you break our motors and those motors are designed to not do exactly what you're doing right now. But yeah, it was a it was a feast. It was a feast for the eyes. I thought it yeah. was. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's exciting to see. And I think it's it's also another clear statement that this race, Formula One, is pegging it to be a major event, to be effectively like the climax of next season, even though it will be the, it's going to be the second to last race. Yeah, it's the second okay. to last race. I think the idea here is, and I, I this is, pure speculation but the idea for them is to not necessarily replace monaco but to give themselves an option to not necessarily have to have the last race in abu dhabi because once abu dhabi's contract is up vegas Hmm. could become the last race of the season and that's kind of the idea is they want vegas to become this like this moment in F1 they're like hey we yeah. we've arrived in the US market so we are making our final race here in the US like that's something that mm-hmm. they had kind of no one's hinted at that but that's just been like the subtext of this whole thing of like f1 being like we're gonna have this race around for another 15 years oh uh abu dhabi's contract might be up before vegas's contract is up also we're going away from these like fossil fuels they're trying to go towards sustainable fuels and if there's blowback from these major backers like aramco or shell or you know these these companies that are heavily invested in that market in OPEC markets, yep. then they may need to be like, hey, we're actually not going to do our last race here to really show that we're like going green, right? Like that could be a thing that F1 really wants to prove. Uh, I could see that happening for sure. Um, yeah. And they'll have no problem making up for the loss of that oil money with the money that comes from stripper glitter. Exactly. You know, yeah. 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 The, yeah. Just the spike, the spike in, in the spike in stripper glitter, uh, and uh, and and nipple tassels. Uh, <laughs> that, that that stock is going to go th- through the roof. And everyone's right. so, positioned. So I, I was I was going. You all you've already answered. I was going to ask you, what is some sort of like you know looking ahead to the Vegas race next mm-hmm. season? What sort of because this was effectively like a sideshow to Formula One, what yes. just happened. Yeah. And to me, I can only imagine that there will be more of this kind of activity just surrounding the event when it actually happens. And I want yeah. to ask you what's like what what is either a a dream Vegas Formula One sideshow or just like your worst nightmare or fear that would be a a sideshow. I'm gonna already say one of them is that the cars all have uh, nipple tassels on the on the wheels <laughs> spinning around violently arousing everybody tremendously. I mean just you know everyone in the stands just like you know fanning themselves handkerchiefs wiping sweat off the forehead va va voom oh yeah. my goodness yeah using using all of their using their ties to like dab the sweat yeah. off of their faces yep. um uh yeah i'd say my like it's not going to happen actually i shouldn't say it's not going to happen because it very well could happen based on what we just saw this weekend i kind of want to see some drag races on the strip with F1 cars. Like I fully want to see them just be like, okay, we're going to have mm-hmm. like full on expos of like not current F1 cars, but old, like, like what they did with the, with this, this demo this past weekend, bring out yep. some old equipment and just have current drivers ripping up and down the strip uh, in like with drag races. Like, I feel like that's a very, it's a very American concept of like the well, like give give people something to bet on too. Ex- you know exactly exactly like make make that a whole thing. I mean, I'd love to see like I feel like there's an opportunity for for you to do that and then take it to a whole other level with like mixing it up where it's like okay, we're gonna have in lane one the you know Mercedes AMG Formula One car, and in lane two we're going to have a you know, private jet 
yeah. that's going to try to accelerate down the oh, strip yeah. at the same speed, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, I would like to see that. I would like to, oh, another thing that this is, I'd say probably more likely is we're going to see some of those uh, rear wingless uh, runs out at the salt flats and the Bonneville salt flats. They're probably mm, going to bring yep. some of those cars like they did with the, was it a McLaren that they did it with? Uh, maybe it was a McLaren. I can't remember, but they had, if you go and look at them running an F1 car on the Bonneville salt flats, they basically remove the rear wing so that there's like a lot less downforce on it. So the thing can just rip through the air. And I, I think we'll probably see at least Red Bull do something like that. Maybe have Red Bull, like having oh maybe they'll do some of that like wild uh the the red bull aerial stuff what's that oh yeah the air race yeah stuff. yeah that's that that's That'd uh, be that cool. is a f- a feast for the eyes whenever they do that that stuff yeah is wild um i had the distinct pleasure years back they were doing it in new york and it just happened to be on this same weekend that i i was going with a bunch of our old friends to a uh a brewery festival on governor's island oh, and wow. taking the ferry over oh, to governor's oh. island the air race was going on overhead and basically just on this boat going underneath it it was so oh, sick so cool to see yeah I'd say, yeah, that that might be something. What what about you, John? What do you think uh, is or either going to be nightmarish or like <sighs> wet dream beyond wet dreams to see? Yeah, I'm trying to think. You know, um, I did see there was a clip of I guess some sort of promotional piece. I don't know which casino it was filmed in, but they had one of the Red Bull cars driving through the casino at speed. I don't know what speed, like <laughs> at like forty or fifty, but like. Yeah, it was driving through a casino, which is pretty That's pretty awesome. Wild. I'm sure part of a commercial or something that we'll see at some yeah. point next year. It's probably literally like a watch commercial. It's probably like a Tag Heuer commercial, since Tag Heuer is like they're still. Is I it think Ta- so. Yeah, or no, their uh, Rolex is the. Rolex the, is F1 in general. Yeah, so maybe it's like an F1 because I. Have you have you you've been to Vegas a few times, John? Right? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I've been in like in a lot of those casinos. They do have stores, so there'll be like a Rolex store or like a tag. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. there's like a Tag Hauer store uh, that I I'd, I'd gone into, and it had a whole bunch of Sebastian Vettel gear because it was back when Vettel was yep. still running with them. Um, yeah, that'd be <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare, but also pretty cool. What what else? What else? Would you there do? will be something with the Bellagio fountains. I don't know what it's going to be exactly. Yeah, yeah. But there will be there will be something there, and then I always just want to see. I always want to see these drivers in other cars racing each other. Like mm-hmm. I want to see. To me, it would be so fascinating to see the grid which in this sport is now a collective group of personalities that we're familiar with and see them all in like crappy cars or something yeah. like, you know, uh, like, see Coop, them all like Cooper in, minis like, or something like, they yeah, do yeah. Goodwood. See them all yeah, yeah. like, like, like banging doors against each other in mini Coopers or, or something along those lines to me. Yeah. That would be, that would be sick. That would be, that would be a ton of fun. That know, would with be. uh with like you know uh, on a greased track or or something ridiculous like that yeah oh man it's gonna suck not having danny ricardo at that race next year like he would i be... mean maybe he'll be there chilling in somebody's garage yeah, yeah. May, i mean i hope i regardless of whatever happens with him i hope so he's at that i thought race. it was interesting it looked like they from what i understood they they carded gunther steiner out on stage at some point or, or <laughs> he was you know yep so I, I think there's you know i think there's a very conscious effort to like make sure that they're getting the personalities out there and you know hopefully there's a, a reason for danny rick to continue to be a personality in the sport i mean uh, even, even having even him when not driving like having him on is like the way that they brought in like Jolian palmer and jensen button yeah i know that oh he, yeah like having him do color commentary uh, with with the Sky Sports folks or the ESPN uh, folks, it wouldn't matter. It would it would be great to have him at that race and see and hear his takes on on the nonsense that uh, that's going to take place. 
Uh, they did. There was there was someone who asked Danny Ricardo this past week about what his plans are, and they brought up the idea of him like maybe running in NASCAR, and he was like, "I am focused on F one, but I absolutely have not ruled that out." Uh, he said he didn't want to do any oval track stuff. He wasn't interested in that, but he was very interested in doing one of the road courses. So if we don't see Danny Ricardo in F1, or even if we do see him as a reserve driver, there's a good chance that we'll see him maybe getting uh, a seat in one of these cars. Hey, I'd, I'd take the pilgrim pilgrimage out to Watkins Glen oh, yeah. and see him thrash around there. Speaking of, uh, Daniel Ricardo was in my neck of the woods today. Oh. Apparently, he was in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Oh, I was like, to... he was in St. John's on that. Yes, idea. no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, he was, he was, he was not. Jersey. Yeah, he was. He was not one of the five hundred people on this island <laughs> right now. Um, uh, no, he he went to see uh, the Bills play. I think the Jets. Yep. Yep. Today. Yeah, um, he's a he's a huge Buffalo Phil, Bills fan. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, clearly he's got the heart for all sorts of punishment. So he's of uh, course he is. Yeah, he's a he's a Bills fan, and uh, yeah, was was out there, and like it, it looked like he was like you know tossing the ball around on the field with with the team and stuff. So yeah, uh, you know, cool to see him embracing well, hey. other aspects of American culture. Maybe we'll get uh, multiple F1, either current or former drivers being part owners in NFL teams. I mean, Lewis is a part owner yeah. of the Denver Broncos, so that might be might be a thing that we might see. You know, I know I know like David Beckham has like bought into to different sports teams, so it's that's a normal thing for athletes to do. I would love to see mm-hmm. I would love to see more F1 drivers getting involved in especially in like American or, or U.S. sports, I should say. Uh, that would be really, really fun to, to see them. Okay, rowdy this, is my, this is my last yeah, Vegas yeah. fantasy that I'm going to float out there. I want to see some sort of extremely handicapped drag race, as you suggested, which I think mm-hmm. is a brilliant idea. But it should be something like it's like the, you know, the Mercedes or the Red Bull or whoever has to do a quarter mile. Yeah. And then doing i don't know like 150 feet is like usain bolt and just you know put them put them head to head or or whatnot and do you know yeah uh, or or i guess just like a cheetah yeah 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 i mean that's probably better just a cheetah you know on a leash and uh yeah god i also so this is this is my last thing that i would love to see but there's no way they'll do it because it's a purely theoretical thing uh but it's one of the like the big things that like drew me into the technical and engineering side of f1 was the mention of the fact that like modern f1 cars could drive upside down once they reach a certain speed yes could we please please have a demo where we've got just like uh, like a bet, ba- like it doesn't have to be I'll a do loop. You, I'll do loop. you better. Vegas isn't that far from the Hoover Dam. Oh, it doesn't even have to go upside down, just sideways across the oh my across god, the surface of the Hoover Dam. Let's oh. do it. Folks, it could be done. You could, I mean, done. get James Cameron on it, he'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like we're giving away ideas for free here. If, if yeah, F1 yeah, uses seriously. any of these ideas, please somehow. Folks, advocate for us to get like. I've just out it. frame. I have a notary public here who says that all of this is copyrighted, and uh, you know, yep. This is this is our IP. Yeah, we've we'll, got Hoochamacooch, uh, uh, Hoochamacooch yes. streaming service, and uh, driving <laughs> sideways on the Hoover Dam. <laughs> yeah, right. F one. If you violate us, you will be blacklisted from Hoochamacooch Plus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, God. Yes. Oh, amazing. Uh, so let's. Okay, so yeah, yeah. What 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 the hell else is going so on Christian, in, the, in the world? Let's of let's talk about Christian Horner. So Christian Horner has said in an interview that he believes that six teams have all are in danger of violating the cost cap this year. Um, 
Yeah. He he has access to everybody's financials. Like, what's the... Exactly, exactly. It's like, what do you know, the future, Christian? What's happening here? What do you... Are you... Like, this feels... Because if, if everybody else, goes to the, 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 you know, collective cafeteria that they all eat at and they're all like, oh, boy, I really don't think we're going to make that cost count this season. You know, like, yeah, everyone's. Uh, yeah. So that's that's uh, that's what Christian has said. He said that uh, six teams, there will be upwards of six teams that will violate the cost cap in 2022. Uh, and he says this because inflation has happened. The cost of freight and shipping has gone up. Uh, that's been like a major impediment to not just F1, but other racing series. Uh, that's like an issue. I call bullshit. Christian, you you don't get to like, you don't get to deflect from all of the nonsense you've just been a part of and created and tried to like excuse yourself from and have taken offense to and all this other nonsense you don't get to then just go oh look over there all those folks eventually down the road are going to be a problem so you should like stop looking at me start focusing on something that might happen in the future i i I have is this uh, is this just a sign that red bull blew their their cost cap in like late july like they were already way over and uh he's just trying to get out ahead of like oh well if they didn't like us going like you know uh, about a you know 1.5 percent over last season they're really not gonna like where we end up at the end of uh, 2022 he said and this is like one of the things that he did and this is like some tucker carlson so i'm really like get out of here dude uh he's He's like, well, I mean, these the the draconian um, punishment that we received. He, he loves calling the wind tunnel uh, punishment draconian, uh, which is just like it's not. Yeah, it's not. If you want to, draconian would be like fifty percent reduction. Deal with it. Like that would be like whoa, whoa. But he's saying that if that's the result of going over by 0.4 percent, again, he's using this figure that. He's like, well, if the tax credit had gone through, we only would have been yeah. in. But so tax credit didn't go through. So you didn't violate by 0.4%. It was more than that. So let's just stop doing that. But he's like, uh, I mean, if this is what happened at a 0.4%, again, wrong. You were punished for more than that. Imagine what would happen at a 10%. And it's like, dude, what are you <laughs> talking? Like, this feels way too specific. Yep. And you're like trying to make like if if it comes out that they violated by 8% next year, it's like, oh, okay. So that's yep. that's what this was about. It was you were trying to be like, hey, hey, we shouldn't be too harsh with our punishments because uh. who knows? Uh so it's just Christian, you can go kick rocks. No one no one wants to hear that bullshit. Also, it's pure speculation. <laughs> I I love, I do love that job. The idea of like back in July, he just like walks into the paddock and he's like, Hey, um, so is anybody <laughs> else? Uh... <laughs> we're, yeah. We're looking like we're going to be like, uh, I don't know, maybe like two, maybe 6% over. What are you guys at? And they're all like, yeah, you, we're just, we're yeah. just following the cost cap, man. Yeah. That's they're the... like, yeah, 6%. Yeah. That would be crazy if someone went over 6%. And he's like, you said it. You said it. Okay. I'm going to go and tell everyone that you, you would, you, th- I mean, you said 6%. So maybe you're going over. And it's like, dude, you don't get to, you don't get to deflect that much. Uh, even though that's all that you want to do. I love it. Just, it. Yeah. Um, I love it. He's just making himself look worse and worse. Yeah, I mean, just take your driver's championship and your constructor's championship yeah. and, uh, you know, go home to your Spice Girl and just chill out, man. Come yeah, on. yeah. God, go home to your kids who clearly look at you like you're a stranger. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, those poor children. Those poor, poor children. Uh, so that that's... That's my. That's, uh, that's just your closing point on Christian Horner. Um, oh, good lord! All right, what what else? Uh, what, what, so what, we had what we, uh, going on? we had Ferrari. Uh, we had Ferrari kind of talking about what happened here. Yeah, break this down for me because I didn't catch. Uh, I didn't catch this. So this was what happened with Ferrari this time around. Is they 
tuned their engines down because the way that their turbos are set up with the Ferrari, they this run for like the the atmospheric, you know, density of the air. Exactly. In, in Mexico City. Because it's uh, you're at higher altitude, so you have thinner air, which means that everything has to work harder, including the turbo engine or the mm-hmm. turbo uh, that's attached to the engine. So with their turbo, it's small and relies a whole lot more on electric power. So this is one of the reasons, and this kind of like demystified the, why is Red Bull's top speed so much better than Ferrari's top speed? Like, what is this? They're designed very similarly. They set similar lap times. What is this? And it's because the turbo is smaller. So the Ferrari uses more electrical power earlier on earlier during the acceleration period. So by the end of a long straight, they've maxed out their battery usage. So that's why you hear them say like, oh, the engine is clipping. The engine is clipping. It's because it's maxed out. And once the engine maxes out and the battery is fully depleted, the battery goes, oh, we better start harvesting some energy because we're probably going to be needed at some point after they slow down and exit the next corner. So Ferrari's system is set up to rely more on electrical power and less on their turbo. But the problem with Mexico City is it puts demand on the system that is too great for that Ferrari. And the reason they did this, the reason that they made this compromise in their setup early on was the Austrian Grand Prix when uh, when Carlos's engine blew up. The reason it blew up is because the turbo failed. And the reason the turbo failed was because it was at too high of an altitude and had to work too hard. So it literally blew up. So okay. Ferrari was like, We're n- we can't take massive engine penalties like Carlos had to take after we had to totally rebuild his engine because the turbo blew up and kind of ruined part of the engine as well. So they tuned everything down. But the problem, John is that Sao Paulo, Interlagos, the Brazilian Grand Prix, is at a higher elevation than Austria. It's a lower elevation than Mexico, but it is also a higher elevation than Austria. So Ferrari- So that means even less ricotta in the calzone. Exactly. They just get the, the calzone, it can't handle all that cheese, baby. It just can't. Yep. So we're going to have a very thin calzone. Uh, there'll be plenty of mutts in there, but that, that hot pocket of ricotta is just not going yeah. to. That mutts all just sits at the bottom anyways. And it kind of oozes out and gets all greasy and soaks into the bread. But yep. the ricotta, you need that ricotta. So Ferrari- unfortunately, is probably either one going to be like a full minute or not a full minute because it's not the same elevation. It's also a not, not a high-speed track. The same, uh, it's a much more balanced track uh, at Interlagos. But um, they're probably going to be about 30 seconds off the pace again by the end of the race, like at the m- least. Um and I'm basing this off of Mexico City is 22% higher uh, than yeah. sea level, and uh, Interlagos is 9% higher than the average sea level race. So Ferrari is going to have to detune their engines again or risk blowing them up. John, you know what I think is going to happen. <laughs> they are going to not detune them enough, and both of those engines are going to blow up. And Ferrari's humiliation will be complete. Also, Jair Bolsonaro accepted, sort of accepted the fact that he lost to uh, to Lula in Brazil. So there's like a transition of power that's happening. However, they borrowed from the US and Canadian model of having truckers shut down all the roadways. And there's a picture of uh, a Ferrari lorry with all the Ferrari badging and like giant things just stuck on a motorway in Brazil. So it was just like, y'all are, ch- oh, they're just, they can't catch a break. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what Ferrari has to look forward to either blowing up both of their engines or finishing possibly a minute off the pace. I mean, Corey, I'm sure you have the same sentiment for Ferrari that I do, which is just ricotta, get it together. <laughs> yeah, just, come on, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a shared sentiment for sure. Uh, ricotta, get it together, Ferrari. Uh, um, which reminds me, one of my friends, 
whom you you don't know. She is a uh, a sports writer, someone that I met through the UCB community. Uh, just this like hardcore, and I mean this in like she's like a punk kid, uh, like loves punk music, plays punk music, is a reporter, uh, and is a massive Mets fan. <laughs> and um, she's like, oh, well, like I'm like starting to get into. F1 a little bit and she's an Italian uh, an Italian uh, literally I'll call her an Italian broad from Brooklyn because that's what she would call herself she quite literally has a podcast where she calls herself a broad so I have no problem saying that she was like uh I want to support an Italian team and I'm like in between Alfa Romeo and Ferrari and I was like shit I know that she's a Mets fan I think I have to steer her towards Ferrari. And she was like, yeah, I picked Ferrari for sure. And I was like, well, you know what this, you already know what this is. So welcome. Uh, So officially welcome Cola. Uh, I'd like to welcome Cola to the constant disappointment. Uh, Not a full on Ferrari fan Uh, here, but I love seeing them do well, but I also love seeing them. To love Formula One (laughs) is to love Ferrari. And to love but Ferrari, to watch Formula One is to yeah, it's just to laugh <laughs> at Ferrari to just be delighted, yeah, by their continual failure. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I hope that we get some sort of like epic Pagliacci climax to the opera. I mean, the yeah. season. Yes. that you know <laughs> it's a long opera but worth it worth yes it. very very yeah. worth it uh, i would pay the ticket price over and over again to watch this uh just the wheels need to fall off uh so i'd say uh this is this is the point where we are with formula one i think that we've got a, a whole bunch of promise but i don't I'm 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 concerned about the delivery. Uh, I'm concerned about the delivery in Vegas. I'm concerned about what they're going to do. There's been like some some stories in the news about uh, giving giving these teams downtime because this season we've had the most races we've mm-hmm. ever had in an F1 season, uh, which comes off the heels of a season where we had the most races of an F1 season and the season before that was a global pandemic. So and like, I think, I think next season we're looking at an, an additional race on the calendar as well. Exactly. So, so. there's, there's 105 days between the, uh, the race in Abu Dhabi and I believe winter testing in either Bahrain or Barcelona. I'm not sure where they're doing it this coming year, but there are 105 days of shutdown, so that's three uh, three months and change for these teams and these people to like collect themselves and recover from mm-hmm. a ridiculous season, and also to see their families, to put their kids to bed, to uh, have a nice meal with a friend from home, uh, to to go to their grocery store and not like have to worry about going and sleeping in a hotel bed and cooking on a hot plate or sleeping in a motorhome. Mm-hmm. Uh and I I think that that's really important as as fans to polish Christian Horner's hunting rifle collection. Exactly. Yeah. He's he yeah. yeah, well he pays he pays people to do that. He'll he'd never yeah. he'd never touch them. Of course not. Yeah. Um yeah. and he makes people put the glove on that he wears before he actually touches the gun. Uh like he's not allowed to even touch the glove that he's like putting on. Oh god, that man is He's just indefensible. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I, I think I think it's it's really important for us as fans to, who appreciate the sport to also realize the toll that it takes on not just these athletes, but the families and like the people on the peripherals. Uh, I mean, these are enormous organizations. Yeah. Uh, and, and even the ones that are showing up at the track, which is still, you know, one or 200 team members, you know, th- yeah. and that's brutal. That's every, every week of your life, you know, flying to a different continent, basically. Yeah. Um, but there's significantly more than that as well back at their home factories, working around the clock and wailing away on this stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think everybody, Everybody will have a well-earned break at yeah. the end of this season. For it also, sure. it, this season also feels as as a fan and someone who's been watching it for quite some time now, John. Uh, you're probably getting this sense too. 
um, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm assuming that this is kind of what it feels like. I, I was talking to uh, another buddy of mine who is uh, a fan um, at uh, at that show that I that I did uh, this this past week, um, and he was like, "Yeah, everyone's getting like everyone's getting like a little like prickly," and I'm like, "Yeah, it almost feels like maybe the season is a little too long. <laughs> like it's just." We've just <laughs> gone over the amount that everyone, yeah. it's like that, like when you're hanging out with a group of people or you're on vacation with people and by that last day or two, you're like, yeah, I'm ready to like sleep in my yep. own bed and take a shower in my own bathroom. Like I'm done. The novelty is over. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go out to eat again. I don't want to like see a new beautiful meals with these people anymore yeah yeah i don't want to like hear someone complain about shrimp again it's like dude stop just let's appreciate that we're on vacation (laughs) uh yeah so there might be a little it is is always the shrimp though it is always the shrimp it's always you know you can always have it one too many times uh so i'd say uh i i think that next year we got to be mindful of that we should also as like a fan base should be mindful of it because the 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 tempo of everyone everyone is so high strung right now um there it's it's so aggressive and anytime someone compliments lewis or compliments max or like the other camp freaks out um and i think that that is a product of a season that may have gone on a little too long as well like we don't we don't we're we're at each other's throats unnecessarily um i'll continue yeah people's throats and i i admire your uh i admire your take on this <laughs> okay but i think with the sport continuing down a more american path <laughs> oh god the the model will be to care less about you know the individuals involved and more just you know extracting as much yeah. out of them as our product as uh, we possibly can. And, uh, you know, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. I think there's going to be, it's, it's not going to be next season. It's going to be like the next three seasons that I think we're going to see the sport sort of like tested yeah, for how much sensational madness it can withstand, uh, for a sport that I, I've always seen is in its history being very restrained yeah in all of these areas yeah um so yeah obviously vegas will be a big part of it and i think just it'll it'll continue throughout the season and even i've never seen formula one fandom referred to as being toxic until this season and there's like multiple instances of people being like yeah the you know the fan base has gotten really out of control that could also just be the general state of everything in the world this, yeah. you know in the 2022 season of life um yeah but, yeah this season has <laughs> season season's oh, been no. rough so we're fo- are we, if we follow this analogy to its horrifying conclusion has has all of civilization been like going on maybe for a little too long is that what's happening or are we all just getting at each other's throats and we need like <sighs> suggesting that every empire falls and you know yeah. everything eventually uh has to hit a hard reset and things have <laughs> spiraled Christ. so far out of control where we've got so many systems that have overcomplicated <laughs> themselves that nobody can rein back in and handle yeah. and unlimited interconnectivity that was meant to make us all join together and instead is fractioning us apart in more violent ways than ever before mm-hmm. and uh just in general, society is turning itself inside out. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying, John. Yes. We'll find out next time. <laughs> what on an the amazing F1 files. <laughs> what an amazing place to leave it. Ah, oh, perfect. So let's uh let's let's say, do we uh do we think the stock went up? Do we think the stock went up this this week? Yes, honey? yeah, because uh, uh, be, uh, solely because uh, the yeah. I, I'm now suspecting that it was the choice, uh, not a Formula One decision, but the choice of the Mercedes engineers to put those underglow lights under the cars. Yeah, yes, yeah. That I think that's glow, single-handedly. glowing cars makes the makes the stock go up. Yeah, simple as that. I agree. I think single-handedly. I think that even if they weren't doing donuts on the Vegas Strip, if you just saw an F1 car with that like LED Fast and Furious look, everyone would be like, 
well, actually, that's pretty cool. Uh, and they're not wrong. If you and I, who are like snobs in this world, John, <laughs> like we objectively, if, I think if we, we could can, warm up to it a little bit, then yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's probably a good thing. It's probably a good thing. Uh, if we're begrudging it and being like, damn it, that's so corny, but that's so cool, then we're probably in the right spot. I, I think. All right. Well, Johnny, I agree. The stock has gone through the roof solely because of that Vegas uh, experiment that we saw, that demonstration, that launch party. I don't, what is, I don't even know. Yeah, I think that's what they're calling it. Though. Yeah. 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 Uh, also, they painted the finish line. So there's like a photo of like, there's now a finish line somewhere on the Vegas Strip and by some, I guess, in front of Caesars. So if I go there between now and the race, I'll make sure to, I don't know, lie down on it and take a picture or something. I don't know. All right. Well, let's let's wrap this thing up. Johnny, where can the folks find you out there in the world online? Uh, Corey, if you can't make it to the start finish line, <laughs> I know some people that have a picture of you laying down that we can use to, <laughs> to mock that up for you so just oh man uh, uh that'll uh, be sorry. behind the paywall uh, folks that'll be behind the paywall yeah, uh, that, <laughs> yes on com. <laughs> platinum uh, platinum subscription yeah yeah uh holders only uh-huh. uh you can you can find me on twitter aka hoochamacooch.com for as long as it lasts yeah uh, at yeah. johnny motion uh, uh where where I'm talking about all my silly things. Corey, where can the people find you? I love that we got through this whole thing without ever mentioning that idiot's oh. name. Um uh yeah, you can find me on uh for now, you can find me on twitter.com at burn Corey Burn, also on Instagram. Uh we also have an F1 Files TikTok and uh an F1 Files Twitter and an F1 Files pod on Instagram. So you can find us there as well. Uh, oh, and on Reddit too. <laughs> I haven't posted on that in uh, months, but you can still <laughs> you can still <laughs> find it and check it out. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's where you can find me. And I guess we'll just have to catch up with everyone next time after the Brazilian Grand Prix here <laughs> on the F1 Files. <laughs>